The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, a Ben J. Shap LLC production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the technology and process behind improving your company's digital experiences. Joining us is Lynn Capozzi, who is the Chief Marketing Officer at Acquia, which is a company that empowers the world's most ambitious brands to create digital customer experiences that matter. With open-source Drupal at its core, the Acquia Digital Experience Platform enables marketers, developers, and IT operations teams at thousands of global organizations to rapidly compose and deploy digital products and services that engage customers, enhance conversations, and help businesses stand out. So far this week, Lynn and I have talked about creating digital experiences for the post-pandemic consumer, and yesterday we talked about what CMOs should consider when choosing a CDP. Today, we're going to finish our conversation by talking about the tech skills gap facing marketing teams. All right, here's the third part of my conversation with Lynn Capozzi, the Chief Marketing Officer at Acquia. Lynn, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thanks, Ben. Happy to be back. Excited to wrap up our conversation today. So far this week, we've talked about not only how there is a changing in terms of how important our digital experiences are, how personalization is what's helping brands create really unique, compelling experiences. And then yesterday, we talked about the functionality and the technical side of getting your data together, using a CDP, picking the right one. We landed the plane yesterday by talking about what marketing teams need to implement a CDP. And the moral of the story was a technical resource. You need a a marketing operator to set up your campaigns and some sort of an analytical resource. That could be one person. It could be multiple to be able to analyze what's actually happening. And I think there's a larger conversation to have here. When you think broadly about marketing teams and you have more exposure than most of the people we talk to about what's happening across marketing teams, the need for skills for marketers has changed. We're obviously not in the Mad Men days where drinking tolerance and brand chops were what mattered the most. Now we're talking about how well can you code as a marketer. Talk to me about where companies are struggling to basically fill the gap that they have in terms of their technical skills or what are their skills they need. What I see more and more is CMOs that are hiring their marketing teams with people that are data-driven. So we're seeing more of the marketing roles needing to be very data-driven, meaning some analytical capabilities and people that can make decisions based on that data. And the more we're making 
kind of the nice combination between the creative skill set and the tech skill set of data. The more we can mirror that together and have both of those skills, I think the better. Sometimes it's in the same people, sometimes it's not. But I think having both of those sides, what we're seeing now is really, really critical. When you say their marketers and CMOs are looking for people that are data-driven, I think everybody that's listening to this podcast is probably either shaking their head or raising their hand saying, I could analyze data. I could look at numbers. Now, are you looking for somebody that's got a data science background? What is data-driven? Obviously, we all use data to make decisions. How do you like look at that on a resume and be able to say this person is data-driven as opposed to that person is not? I think on the team itself, it's having a combination of people, right? So has someone been in a role where they have access to data and having to analyze data? Have they used a marketing automation system? Have they used other marketing tools in their day job in terms of doing their marketing work? So I think it's, have they had exposure to different tool sets? Have they had great exposure to salesforce.com and to the marketing automation platforms as well? That tells you like that there's a little bit of data in that person's background to be able to kind of look at and analyze the data. The other thing that I'm seeing is marketing being, especially the CMOs, being less dependent on IT. So it used to be that as a CMO, you know, I'd need to get some type of tech work done and I'd throw it over the IT department. I'd wait a while, they'd throw it back over the wall. I'd say, no, that's not really what I wanted. I'd throw it back again. And then there'd be a back and forth process that would go between marketing and IT to come up with some systems to support what marketing needed to make marketing decisions. I think that's not happening as much anymore. We know that more of the technology decisions and control is being held from the CMO. Yes, they need to work really closely with IT, but they also need to make sure they have their teams in marketing that can do a little bit of the data analysis and they can use some of the tech tools. But some of the tools now for marketing are like what we call low-code, no-code tools. You don't have to be a developer. You can pick up tools that are really easy to use to do things like build websites and put pages and do demand gen campaigns and use a marketing automation system. And those things are things that are now really, really accessible to the marketers and not needing as much as IT. I feel like 10 years ago, the sign of a really effective marketer was, I can code, I can speak SQL, and I can speak English. I understand what a marketing campaign looks like. I can go build it because I have the technical chops, and then I also can get direct access to the data. The world has sort of changed and made marketing a little bit more idiot-proof, for lack of a better term, where you don't have to be an engineer and a data scientist to build a product or a campaign and get access to the data. And now it becomes more about your ability to evaluate the campaign's success as it is to actually build and launch them. When you think about the way that marketing is being hired for, you know, are we still looking for people that have the technical chops and sort of the data science background? Or is it just somebody that has a broad background is more attractive? The experience working with Marketo, Salesforce, HubSpot, whatever the platform is, Acquia as well, you know, is it all just experience of the tools and the ability to make sound judgment or the technical skills is more of a priority? I have to answer it by saying yes and yes. So I think I don't need the coding. The marketers don't need coding anymore. They don't need to have to code. They shouldn't have to. But we do need, yes, people that have experience in terms of some systems. Absolutely, that's beneficial. Maybe some people that are able to analyze data a little bit more because we're getting so much data, right? We're so data-driven. Having at least one person that has an analytical background to do some type of business analysis and reporting 
very helpful. You typically, that person sits in marketing operations, super, super helpful to have. The combination of kind of the tools person, analytical person, and more on the creative side, I think that the three-way combination is the perfect combination these days. You basically want to take the person that knows how to code but doesn't have to do it anymore and the person that was a data science and marry them together and you've got the perfect marketer. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. There's also a trend of marketing. I don't know if it's expanding the purpose of marketing or let's just say that the CMO role seems to be going away and being replaced for a CRO in lots of organizations, which is the combination of marketing, sales, product, customer service. When companies are starting to go through this metamorphosis or blending of these various what used to be siloed channels, has that changed what the need is for marketers? You know, are we somebody that needs to be able to be persuasive and sell as much as we are to be able to analyze data and make marketing campaign decisions? I'd say yes. Storytelling is huge, right? That's a huge asset to have in your marketers that maybe we didn't need a few years ago, but having that storytelling capability, absolutely. The other thing that I'm seeing is the chief marketing officers that are doing a great job are the ones that have become chief market officers. And what does it mean to know the market? It means you need to know what the sales cycle looks like or how to build a great customer experience, how to include your customer success teams within the teams and how to really have a full view of your customer. So it's not just marketing anymore. It's not just the chief marketing officer. I really believe it's the chief market officer. The ones that knows the market, knows customers, and know how to do a full customer cycle and customer experience, like like this great customer experience. I think those are the CMOs and the marketing teams that are going to be successful going forward. Yeah, it's interesting. We've seen over the last decade or so marketing move from being, I don't want to say it was a support function, but something that took a product and started to try to bring it to the market, to the sales team, you know, connect the customers to the pipeline. 
And now we've gone away from that sort of siloed way of working into something where marketing is sort of the center of the hub, where we have the understanding of who the customer is, and that feeds into how the product is developed, that feeds into how customer service works, it feeds into how the sales works. Maybe I'm biased. I think the world revolves around the marketing team, but then again, I'm a marketer at heart. So as we start to see not only the sort of way that we work with our cross-functional partners change, do you think that marketers are more central to organizations or do you still see them as siloed and independent from all the other organizations? I think they're more important than ever before. I agree with you. Having marketers who would look at the whole customer experience is critical right now. So I think that marketing role is more and more and more important. Absolutely. Especially since, you know, Now, a lot of what happens is people look at evaluating and looking at products and experiences on their own. So I would say that there's a lot more interaction that happens with brands. It's not as much interactions like it used to be in the past. So people that are looking at products are less apt to take a phone call or have a conversation. They're more apt to, what research can I get online to find out about that product? How can I continue my evaluation cycle without having to interact with too many other people except for their peer group? They want to know a lot more from their peers. So this is kind of what we're seeing right now with things like even buying committees. It's much more independent research, like self-serve type of information that people want as they go to kind of make their decision. And then they'll reach out to their friends or peers or review sites to read what others have gone through. But that's much, much more common now. And I think that's a buying pattern and a buying behavior that we're going to see more and more going forward. I think that there's a case to be made that what's new is old. We went from the 1.0 version of marketing, which was brand campaigns, to the 2.0, which was digital and based on data science and performance marketing. And now with the sort of the saturations of the number of brands, how easy it is to spin up products and services, and also with the changes of how data is being used, all of a sudden storytelling is coming back. And so to me, as we talk about the skills gap facing marketers, My take is that the biggest thing that is missing is the empathy within marketers, the understanding of who the customer is and focusing on what their problems are. You know, that is where a lot of brands are still stuck in this data science driven. If I just put the right number of, you know, frequency and reach numbers in front of a broad base of customers, the AI will bring me money. And I think that there is a softer side, a more storytelling focused version of marketing that we're starting to see that connects not only the technology that we're getting with all of the data, the the CDPification of marketing, but also that helps us understand the customer better. When you think about the biggest gap in the skills for marketers, technical or not, you know, what do you think is missing? I think that the storytelling aspect, the ability to relate to customers, relate to consumers, know what works, as you said, I think that's the part that's really critical going forward. And so I'm not sure it's totally missing, but I think that's a piece of the marketing overall mix that you need amongst your team so that that empathy continues and they know how to build storylines, they know how to create value, they know how to articulate that value. That's never going to go away. That's going to get increasingly more important. Somewhere Don Draper is kicking his feet up with a glass of bourbon saying, ha, I told you I was valuable. (laughs) All right. Well, Lynn, I appreciate you coming on the show and telling us a little bit about your thoughts, not only about how marketers can build better digital experiences, the technology they should use, but also how the marketing teams can better position themselves to be successful and what skills they need. Thanks for coming on and being my guest. 
Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. All right. That wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Lynn Capozzi, the Chief Marketing Officer at Acquia, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Lynn, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is L Capozzi. That's L-C-A-P-O-Z-Z-I. Or you could visit her company's website, which is Acquia.com. That's A-C-Q-U-I-A.com. And also you can find their CMO guides for CDPs at Acquia.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.